Hey everybody, it's Dead Air Records, podcast Thursday time, just a short, sweet introduction. We're doing another opposite today. Today, we're talking about what platforms are, what platforms were, what they used to be, and what they are today, and how musicians can continue to survive and use platforms to their advantage. And we're also trying to recruit everybody to join our cause. Um... So, hope y'all like it. Uh, no music this time. Hit Disciples back next week. We're just talking. And I think bring up some interesting subjects. Also, get at us. We want to hear all your music. And we want to listen. And we hope you want to listen, too. Um, that's it. Good night, everybody. record and play that's true that's how logic works what's it's up everybody what's up everybody it's opposite day it's dead air records it's dead back air records back out here again and it feels so right try not to clip over there okay, oh, okay. i'm in control now oh, bitch. and uh yeah we're sitting here we're all back together again mm-hmm. feels good um i'm staring out at the cirque du soleil out our window yep i've got we still <laughs> got the tent out the window <laughs> I've got I've got Yankees. coffee, yep. beer, and water in case I start <laughs> to feel three different ways. <laughs> yep. Um, in case I need to get amped up, cool off, or get silly. <laughs> yeah, we've got to just bounce all three. Um, yeah, we we out here. Um, as is, I I kind of am wondering is going to become a tradition for opposite day where I'm going to have a kind of relatively vague and big topic like last time we talked about genres yep um today i want to talk about platforms for music something that's been on my mind Um, platforms for promoting music that is new right um ways for artists to get out of their their like random spare room inspired into like some kind of um like i don't know just like a, a a a place for like what is a platform i i don't know i right. guess i'm first let's start there what is what is a platform for for today's music what are platforms for today's music the internet is too vague like yeah but it's also it's also a big step right cuz it used yeah. to be that a platform like you had to you had to get big and you had to get a label and you had to get somebody to record you and you had to like go through all these fucking ho- like you had to like make it quote unquote like i know a bunch of kids in like right. high school that like got super super like high school famous because like <laughs> they recorded a song with like this one s- producer and gave him like a couple thousand dollars yeah. and he Dude, like i know people like that too. he put their he put their like one song also just out on the internet like i don't think they actually got on the radio or anything right even. but it's like, just like a really overproduced thing yeah that goes nowhere Nowadays, I feel like back in the day that might have meant something. Right, that was like how you did it. Right, people talk about. I mean, like this is going to drift a lot into classical music too, because that's all I that's all I know. But like people used to talk about this all the time is that like uh, the days of like being a famous pianist were kind of like over. Like you weren't just gonna. There are too many people now to just like make it as like a piano player in the days of like the fifties and Horowitz and Van Cliburn and blah blah blah. Right, and they were kind of like the last ones. Yeah. Um, 
now we just have like academic specialists or like in like niche dudes that like feed off of other bigger classical organizations and our stars through them. Competitions kind of tried to replace that for a couple decades there. And yeah. people tried to say that like, if you won this huge competition, you were going to be like set and you would be like a household name, but you're not. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the thing is like, even in the classical world, like people didn't really care about competition winners by the time I was kind of in college and yeah. stuff. Like I would remember it was this big discussion is like, Nobuyuki Tsuchi won the Van Cliburn competition in mm-hmm. 2010 or whatever, and then just kind of faded away. Like yeah. people, like it was so marginal. What what I don't they even know if did. competitions. I'm. I mean, they must have served a function at some point, but mm-hmm. like, I can't help but feel like that is like an anti-platform. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, nowadays. it was at it was at a certain point. Like Martha Argerich like won like but, the but, Chopin competition and shit like that, and that, got famous. But that was like in the '60s. But I that think. that even is a platform for performing, but not necessarily for new music. Right. Also. Yeah. That's there, a kind of there's a difference, I think. Yeah. Um, well, especially now, like back then, that was kind of like you would make it on TV back then. Right. Too. We had like the Ed Sullivan show the and Jimmy all that Kimmel bullshit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's hard to, it's hard to get noticed if you're, if you're kind of doing anything now. What are some platforms that you, that you like, that you like get music from? That I get music from? Um, um or just like places that you'll go and just kind of listen to music based on the platform that it is on. Cause oh. I would say, uh, I would say <laughs> I would, I, I kind of like, I don't know, like certain, certain blogs or whatever, right? Yeah. Like. World star hip hop, if, if like star you're feeling hip-hop. that kind of thing, dat piff, dat piff for hip hop or whatever. Tiny um, desk has also been like Instagram is a huge way to learn about albums. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you follow labels or individual artists that you like, they're yeah. always reposting when an album comes out. That's, That's actually how I hear about a lot of the the music that I listen to. It's people shouting each other. Out yeah, on it's Instagram. like not even through a necessarily musical medium. Yeah, like SoundCloud or Bandcamp or iTunes. Right. Um, um, even like, I, well, no, I was I was gonna say I I just got off listening to this new Tyler the Creator concert on Tiny Desk. Like, mm-hmm. despite how they're kind of NPR, like I feel like kind of just like white white people kind of like <laughs> guilt music. Uh, they do some nice things. I like I like a lot like the T Pain shit. Like every once in a while, Tiny Guest has like a hit on there. Um, I would say to, um, I mean, like venues are like even starting to close. Like not just classical, but like so many fucking like old venues in Brooklyn kind of closed down yeah, and stuff I like rem- that is yeah, really I dying like, out too. I don't know. I don't know if I just like witnessed one cycle of a ton of them closing and that it's always like a kind of opening Was and that 285 Kent or whatever? Yeah, like that kind of shit. Like Santos. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess um, Shea Stadium is back, right? Shea Stadium. They've got a cool shout podcast. Out, shout out to Heck. Heck, should- is, Heck in Brooklyn is tight. Also, you should go check out Shea Stadium. I forget what it's called. We'll have to look it up. I'll put it in the description or something. But Shea Stadium has a cool podcast where they talk to like bands that play there and stuff. I found oh, a couple cool bands off of them. Yeah, um, but but um, venues. Yeah, I mean, like for for specific genres, that can be really important. Like yeah. the club or like a like for punk music, right? Like the live show is kind of everything. Yeah, um, and also for. I don't know. I feel like there's there's certain scenes where people really like to go out and be seen. Yeah. And 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 um like 
that that like touring metal music. I feel like for for pre-established genres, the old ways still kind of work, but those genres aren't really, I don't know, like going anywhere. Yeah. I suppose it's not the. Those are, I don't know, like white counterculture music is something that I was really interested in when I was younger. And now I'm not so impressed by all the time. Like I still have albums that I like, you know, I yeah. still got this shit tattooed, but like, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's, that that'll always be an element of of getting your sound of getting your music out there. Yeah. But I wonder if it's all changing and like, where do the platforms lead? Right. Cause touring leads to more people knowing you right through you playing with various bands right. or like, I guess there's different kinds of tours. There's a kind of tour where your like band solo goes and like gets added to shows. Yeah. Right. Or there's the kind where you like a whole set of bands goes and travels around. Right. Sure. Um, in which case the, the, the promotion is kind of different. Um, and then you have things like playing your tape at the club or playing your record at the club, like paying the DJ <laughs> to, to put your song on. That's huge. Um, getting, I don't know, like, um, uh, getting DJs, popular DJs to play your shit, mm -hmm. right? Um, kind of being remixed is a big way to get yourself out there. If producing some... beats for other people is like a huge thing like right. metro metro boomin and like all, all these like producers have become like household names to us because like mostly because we found them through a rapper we like and but then we're also like what because... is the what is the who's making this beat and they're really really good about like shouting out not just who's rapping over it but who is actually kind of making the beat right they have they have even like in what I consider kind of like a, a late capitalist musical motif of, of like your own name being a tag, right? The, the tag. Yeah. Like, yeah. If young Metro, Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. Or like, Metro. we got London on the track. Metro or Boomin like, wants some more. DJ Smokey, triple six, bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> that guy's so awful. That guy, do you remember the era when you would download shit from like LimeWire and there would just be some dude's stamp over everything? Yeah, like some dude. fucker's like I still... website that just is like, Remix.com, datpit.com, the um, world's best porn site. <laughs> um, no, yeah. it's cool though, because like platforms are starting to like. I would say that like Young Thug like is a platform unto himself. Like people, like personal people, are now like platforms for like certain producers or like features on people's albums. Yeah, but I mean that's so that's so high up there. Like to get to that point. I'm I'm talking before before we talk about like the inner systems of how famous people promote each other. Yeah. I feel like we should figure out how the an average person can be supported or like where. Like right. for like take like what whatever the fuck we do for example. Like like part of part of our kind of I don't know, our pact <laughs> is to kind of not limit ourselves to shit. Yeah. But not limiting yourself to shit ends up being very limiting in in how you can promote yourself. Right. Like, cause there's no one, there's no one way, you know, like we, we're not, we can't go play shows. Yeah. Um, well we could, but that would only be doing like part of what we do. Yep. We could talk on like a different radio show. That would be kind of cool. Right. Um, like, yeah, but like working with other people individually is the only way that I've ever known. Right. Cause in like my life, I, I feel like, like platforms until now require 
a like a curator, right? They require somebody who you who has to like mark their stamp on you. Mm-hmm. Like that was like a huge thing until until kind of we like came of age in the music world is like you had to get approved by somebody higher up in right. order to allow you to be out there. But fuck that. Yeah. I mean like that's that changed. still exists. That certainly still exists. I mean like mm-hmm. wherever there's a lot of money, I feel like old rules still apply. Um, that's true like all across the board almost for anything yeah um but especially for the music music industry like there's a lot of money in atlanta right now and it's still billboards and fucking like you know um like like uh like parties and and events i mean yeah i still i still clubs and 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 that are popular that like it's so different like that and like people get back in to like get paid to go to the club right I still just on a personal level get like so much mileage out of just saying that like I graduated from Juilliard, like just by virtue of like Juilliard having like approved me and graduated me. I feel like I've gotten a shit ton of like jobs and gigs and stuff like that. And that's basically, I mean, that's self-promotion in the way that I went out and kind of got those jobs, but I'm like, sure I wouldn't have gotten it without like a, a stamp from like another somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like a lot of the organizations you've worked for are like old, but that, that goes for me too. I mean like my boss is a, is a graduate of Juilliard. Uh Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't want that to be my unifying factor right. to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, I don't try to stay like, like I, I hate I, that, that, that. I, at first I really hated, like, I felt like it was something like stupid to use the Juilliard name right. to, to get into jobs or whatever. Right. But at a certain point you got to get paid <laughs> and like, at a certain I mean, point you got to eat. And like, we also started like this podcast with like seven hours of talking just about Juilliard right. as kind of uh, go listen to those if you haven't bad choices parts one through three. But um, yeah, no, we 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 definitely like don't love that about ourselves. But like, I feel like have kind We've of grown to learn to it, use it, <laughs> learn to, and I feel like we're using, we're using it, it right now. We're using it in a way that isn't how we hated seeing people use it that we were around. Like we saw people using, Oh, I went to Juilliard as like, as like a way to like sneak their way into like higher circles of haughtiness yeah. ever, ever higher and higher circles, ever of higher, higher circles um, of haughtiness. Whereas I feel like we're using the, the Juilliard label as a way to kind of trash it. <laughs> Hell like yeah. Bring it down, bring it down to size, bring the whole, because it sits at the top. Um, and if we can, if we can, use it to we're lowering it yeah if we can lower it then it lowers the whole thing so yeah in terms of in terms of us and what we're doing uh our platform we kind of use juilliard a little bit we use juilliard blogs reddit we're um, using reddit Um, facebook instagram we make very we make very um I mean, apart from like the, the 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 beats and the the more kind of easily accessible stuff, we make very niche 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 niche. I make niche, everybody. Uh oh, I made niche. <laughs> no, we make very like made niche, niche, in my niche pants. things, which is one limiting, but two. Uh, I like niche things. Yeah, no, no, it's it's limiting because it it is has such a low audience level, but is the audience that 
is into it is so into it which is like my favorite thing actually yeah i wanted to get into just the topic of like podcasts and and that thing too because like if there's one thing that podcasters are it's just kind of like devoted listeners like that's what i always did when like for fucking since i was like 17 i just have listened to like the same podcasts every week and it's like i still listen to one that fucking like the rooster teeth like it's not even funny anymore rooster teeth but like i know them all so well that i just like keep turning it on every week like i don't even laugh anymore but like there's something jokes it's just like a video game podcast but like the podcast community is like a community of really just like hardcore devoted people which is fucking awesome because like if you can find people like that and find uh like they're automatically like more like me than like most people because they're just like obsessed with this one thing that they kind of just will do every single day and i Um, feel like i feel like also the um the there's a certain amount of the same like i don't know just like devotedness to listening and like music theory nerds too. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. We yeah. Also That's why are. we fucking love all um, you guys on Reddit and the music theory subreddit. Is you're you're, you're and, all just as lame and nerdy as yeah. we are. And and, <laughs> and on top of that, it. just like a lot of people make beats in general. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> but true. Th- but that's kind of a harder angle. I feel like because the. The the beats are getting weird. We the got beats. corrals. We got <laughs> we got. Uh, there's um, some weirder ones coming up. No, but the beats are also still. The beats are beats are in like a genre that is happening now that people are trying to get like famous and have like mass appeal for. And it's a lot fucking harder to like try to make a name for yourself if you're in something that that people just like routinely like click for five seconds, skip over and never think about again. Right. Like I've, I, we for sit record, here and listen for to everybody out there. I just want to make something for people to rap over. That's it. Just, but just. like, even when we rap over stuff that's on like freestyle, when we're trying to like do our stupid freestyles, like we will just <laughs> click a YouTube video, listen to the track play out and then like skip to the next one. And I probably never would remember like who made any of them. Like it's a much less, unless it's so stupid, unless it's really fucking good. But that's, it's, do you see what I'm saying? It's like a much less personal, um, community i think True. like it's a yeah, community yeah, yeah, that people yeah, yeah, kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. can glaze over and take what they need from so how do we i don't know is i feel like i wanted to just talk about platforms but now i'm just talking about us yeah. <laughs> this is very meta um like what is a because i want to get more people into our community because all i want is for this shit or what we talk about to be like a platform for other people to chime in and say what they think soundcloud is my favorite and i i feel like i wanted to choose it precisely because you can leave comments at specific that's times that's like the best that's the best feature of anything of ever anything if any of you listen to if, soundcloud and don't do this yeah, um you're missing at any out. point in a track on soundcloud there's a feature where you can comment specifically if something fucking a beat drops at one minute 25 seconds and yeah. you fucking love it you can click and leave a comment right. that says i fucking love this and or it's if somebody, so cool yeah like or you, if somebody says something that you like disagree with yeah like, you can you start can a debate. comment under it yeah and it's like great. it's it's that is why it's the in my mind like the superior i don't know like social music uh thing right right now um so we use yeah we use soundcloud for a couple reasons we use soundcloud because we can put a lot of music on it we can put a ton of stuff on it for not that expensive it's not too i mean we're yeah it's not it's not breaking our bank 
It has the podcast feature, which is something that is awesome yeah, that we've always wanted to, to do. Yeah, connecting it to Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, everything. It makes it streamlines all of that, which is dope. But also, like, what's even just as important as all that is that we don't just do one thing. We, like, are fucking making shit across all of triple, all of check. these weird like we triple, record audio books double check <laughs> record audio books we record like beats jams improv and it all can go on there and it all can be kind of viewed as one homogenous thing i yeah. think that's something that's really nice too is it doesn't um because it's categorize, all us. <laughs> it doesn't categorize <laughs> it doesn't cat like we are the unifying feature it all happens it. in this room yeah um and so, we never leave it but like SoundCloud is SoundCloud is is also super super widespread. Like it's hard to get uh it's hard to like really establish like a SoundCloud following, dude, right? But I mean like all the SoundCloud rappers, dude. Right. Oh my god. Like the aesthetic has gotten wild, yeah. right? Just because of how um how many people there are, I yeah. think. I think that when there, when there's like an overflux of participants in a certain genre like the 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 non musical aesthetic gets weirder and weirder and more strange, just to just to try to out because you can't th- like think through the genre that fast, even with everybody doing it at the same time. Nobody what do you, mean you can't think through it. Like the the genre still has to evolve at its own natural pace for like what everybody is aware of, not just what like every motherfucker on SoundCloud is doing. Like, yeah. Music evolves and like popular music evolves in the big steps when a popular song it does something new. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like, and those popular songs do get a lot from like underground unknown people. You know, I yeah. mean like Raider Clan was like super ahead of its time. Dungeon Family was super ahead of its time. I mean like so many groups you can just sit there, tri- you know, like, like, I don't know, Triple Six Mafia, fucking all ahead of their time and not really like, I don't know. They have a cult following in their own right, mm-hmm. you know, but like po- more popular songs took from that. Like I remember the first time like I heard like triplets on the radio, right? That yeah. was like a sound that it was like Migos. Yeah. Just yeah, the yeah. Migos triplet. But yeah, but, but Migos was uh, not the first to do it either. No. You know, I mean like it literally goes, I don't know. Every every musical trend just gets traced back to like something that you heard on a song that you liked from a long like Yeah, no, I think that's really interesting to like go back and try to we were talking about doing this with memes and meme music mm-hmm. is trying to figure out where all these musical trends pull inspiration from. Right. Cuz even um even like the um we were watching, we were watching a, like a hip hop documentary and they were talking, remember that guy in like Philadelphia that had the first like quote unquote gangster rap song? Yeah, but that's not true at all. No, like, no, 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 no. Like they were talking about how gangster rap started in California and started mm-hmm. with uh, Ice Cube and... Um, oh, dude, yeah. Schoolboy school D. Was right. that Schoolboy D, Schooly the D? Philadelphia School, guy yeah, with like School all the Boy reverb D. on the yeah. track? Yeah, and it, it dated Looking back at my to Gucci, there. It's about that time. <laughs> da, na, na, uh, na, na, na. Yeah, I love that guy. We're getting we're getting off topic, but um, SoundCloud is a cool platform of today. I'm not sure it's the platform. Like SoundCloud isn't my goal for like with what net we're neutrality. Doing. 
dude. Oh yeah, like, I don't going know away. Like who the fuck, fuck knows? Knows what's gonna happen with? It. I feel like everybody, Nobody everybody, is sure of the, the implications of it. Become yet. like an amateur hacker in the next five to ten years. Yeah, I'm about to really start looking up how to build my own like Wi-Fi ports and shit yeah. like that. Um, uh, but but yeah, like if the internet, I feel like is is being is like having a weird legal war right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and doesn't bode well for, and it doesn't bode well for, for us SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah um, uh, i mean and 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 it's not even like a foolproof method look no we we good example recorded for about two hours about how much we loved a kanye west song and instructionally broke it down and lauded the song as just being genius and Kanye West took it down took it by an internet algorithm that yeah. said we were breaking the law and he'll never know that we did it and he'll never even get to make the decision and we talked to um, we talked to everybody about it and they the the response i got from from everything was just, it's just like, like we're not going to take them on <laughs> yeah we're not we're not fighting a legal battle on behalf of you guys in your in your out here studio <laughs> uh which is totally understandable but it's just showing that the internet and soundcloud and all of this stuff that we're we're clutching to for dear life right now is not anywhere near what we kind of want this to be eventually right you know like like okay so this isn't the dream platform we're not living the dream right now what is the dream platform of today that's a good question because I don't think it's what I don't do, think it's making it big anymore. No, well, at least I hope it's not. Making um, it big seems like a, a like an absurd like the only people who can make it big are like right now like mm-hmm. in 2017 at the end of 2017 are like hip hop artists in my opinion in in America like in a relevant way. Mm-hmm. I think it's very hard to be anything else right now and have a mass popular appeal. Because so many sure. people are hooked on that sound, or right like, now. or like, I, I would say to kind of like really big name pop stars too. I mean, those are oh, kind like of the two genres. pre-created like pop music, like what we were talking Taylor about Swift, in the genre, Ariana Grande, in the genre um, one. like these pop the Havana. That that one's really good. I've been liking that song. Oh yeah, one. Havana. Mm-hmm. Dude, my student showed me that song. That song's kind of bumping, um, um, but. That's another, those are kind of the big genres right now. But and it's, hold on. Yeah. We talked a little bit about this last opposite day. Last about, opposite day. About pop music being its own genre that's an anti-genre, right? right? It's a money genre. It's a it's a genre that is not, is created by non-musical factors. And it's, it's a, like it's a, a genre, it's genre is capitalism. <laughs> yeah, it's genre is capitalism and it has its own like capitalist tendencies in, uh-huh. in, within the music um, to be like, non-confrontational like when you talk about taylor swift or you talk about uh, i don't know like i guess like beyonce's i don't i don't i like beyonce i don't really think that she's the queen of the universe of yeah. r&b um but i don't know like these when you get that popular or and so many people are making money off of you yeah and so many people need to keep making money off of you it's kind of like, out of your hands it's well it's not just that it's like it's it's very similar to like algorithm type i wonder i've always like i feel like algorithms are going to play a role in music and not not in a way of like zanakis algorithms or the Haydn Mozart like string quartet games algorithm stuff, mm-hmm. but like in a real way, I feel like technology might be approaching a more scientific route to pop music. If we can, if we can control like 
the the quality of the sound of like recording and mastering and all that stuff. And we have all of this big search engine shit, right? <laughs> to know exactly what people are listening to. I mean, like, how is it kind of not already doing that? Yeah. Like at a massive rate. Like, what are people listening to? Let's make more of that. What are what people about, listening like, to? What about like what about what about what about what exact section of each song right. do people like turn off or switch the station to right. and what do they click back in to and like dude, if when there's you tab so much over, money involved that I just can't I I truly believe that if it's not happening yet, like that will play that plays a huge role. Um or that will. And and then it's like like I don't know. Okay, but we're not going to be that, and no, we don't we but, don't want to be that. We want right. to be something else, and, and that's it's, a weird like non area f- of music for almost all musicians. Yeah, like no musicians take part stardom. in that. Yeah, <laughs> in that whole world, except for a couple. Like I don't know, like the chosen few producers, and and st- I don't even think that people really need studio musicians anymore. Right. I mean, I have, a, like, I, have a, I have a question for you then. Um, if we're if we're heading towards what I'm pretty sure we are, which is um, music in kind of a local personal level or kind of an internet personal level, whatever yeah, that yeah. Means, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's why did this. we why did we choose to why did we choose to call this like a God? I gotta stop saying like a collective because. We want to. We want to. We want to. We it's want to be relatable. We want to collect. We want to. <laughs> we want to. We want to be friendly. We want to be inviting. We want everybody to be listening and contributing to this and talking with us. But at the same time, we made it. We're called Dead Air Records. Like we right. tried to make a record label for ourselves. <laughs> I which think is that's not because anything. I want. I'm. I'm very interested in being a platform. Like. Like. For others and myself, yeah. Like you, now that we've kind of established a little bit more, ah, we didn't really, no. I guess. But wait, really quick, I feel like basically with with platforms, the old ones apply. It's just summing it up, the old platforms like like billboards, advertisement, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that applies when there's a lot of money involved, and when there's not a lot of money involved, it seems like all you have as a tool is collaboration, right? Like, uh, like until you get there and which and is the same, the same, that's the same concept that went into venues and like right. the stone in New York city. Right. And it's, it's the same. They, they were founded on the same mentality of right. we can't be this huge thing, but we've got enough devoted people that are into this idea that we're going to try to start something slightly bigger than all of us individually. And there's, and there's a lot of, um, flux between like, like in genre sizes. Like if you take like the difference between like a basement show mm-hmm. and, and warp tour, or yeah. like some corny ass tour with like all of these like bands that are created to, to like appeal to teenagers rebellious phase in their life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, like there's a huge discrepancy there where you see certain genres that have, that have a a lot, like a certain amount of a normal following like rock and roll or country music, which like only recently kind of deceased in the popular eye. Like there's still a curve to it. There's like honest musicians that are, are like honest people in the genre and then there's the less informed you are, I feel like, about the roots of the genre, the, the more, like, you swing towards just being a corny capitalist, mm-hmm. right? Like, with anything, with, like, smooth jazz, Kenny G, 
like and versus Cecil Taylor, right? Like there's always like a there's always like a curve in the genre. Right. Um and that's that that's pop music warping everything. It's super huh. weird. Like I wonder how how the genres would curve differently if there was a different different economic system. Yeah. Right? Uh, and and as the economic system gets I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent right now, but as the economic system in America, as the as the economic situation gets more and more disparate between rich and poor, and popular music gets more and more distant from every other kind of music. Yeah. Right? Like what what happens? <laughs> like like is it just two separate islands of existence of like of music that is made with money and music that is made by musicians? Like they're like and even I, I, I have to, I have to also put a, a little bit of a disclaimer. I feel like that, um, not all like just because you're popular and you're making a ton of money doesn't necessarily make you a bad musician either. I mean, there's, there's no, not I mean, necessarily. It's risky. <laughs> it's <laughs> if you go down that road and you get super famous and you start having to make money and make records, uh, chances are you're gonna fall into kind of a pit of of being kind of a pop star as opposed to a musician but there I, is that rare crossover of both which is always totally mind-blowing to see happen i feel like it's <laughs> it's like like in the mafia when you get made yeah you know <laughs> like pop music <laughs> pop musicians hey, and, but, joey's but, going to get made today yeah like, taylor like, swift's going to get yeah, made. <laughs> like they just get made into a famous person yeah and like just like mafia people can probably still have a conscience when they when they get made <laughs> right pop people probably can too i mean like there's tons of i've never been more into pop music than i am now um, which is really interesting because like for a, a long period of my life when, when popular music was like dominated by like this corny, I'm, I'm always saying corny, I'm always saying it, but it all, it all is all this corny, like early two thousands, late nineties boy band shit that I was only aware of cause my sister and, and then like my, my dad listened to country music and then like I actually heard I don't know, like rock music. And it started with like radio rock and got like, it went the opposite way down the curve, right? Yeah. It started with like the capitalist, like entry point shit bands that then you later grow to hate. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people go the opposite way that like of the, of what I was describing before. Um, and like, I, I want to be at the very bottom. <laughs> I want to be as far away. Let's, let's clarify too, that we're not just, I'm, I'm making wild could, hand you gestures could, you here. Could construe that what we're saying here is that there is popular music and then there is unpopular music and that most people no. are, stop hitting the table. Most people are <laughs> unpopular music, but the bigger thing that we're saying is, um, in the same kind of Wall Street, we are the 99% sort of, in the 1%, the disparity between the two is growing to a crazy place yeah. where only 1% of music is being heard, but 99% of the music is just out there anonymously floating around <laughs> on the internet that people are making, and more every single day. And people day. attach themselves to it, for sure. You know, I mean, like, if you're into noise or if you're into um i don't you know like like um what are there's so many genres for the fuck um but if you're into something 
chances are you're not the only person. Right. But but the but every band exists on a like social and economic scale within their genre and like that genre its roots versus like how it's contorted by money and where that band is placed. I feel like there's different this is what I was getting at. There's different platforms based on where you're at. Yeah. Right? Like like I almost want to draw this shit out because <laughs> I need to look at it really. Hold on. We got some sticky notes. Well, let's talk about it. Um, we can post a picture. We've got, we've got, I feel like what we are getting at is that with all of this crazy disparity and levels and platforms, um, how do you, how do you navigate it? Because SoundCloud isn't really a platform if there's 600 billion hours of music on it that is all being listened to by people who want to be stars. Right. Like then it's just, then it's just this swamp. But that's exactly what it is in some parts of SoundCloud. Some parts. SoundCloud is a really big platform, I think. But there is the certain amount of people that it's just like Lil This, Young That, and they're all from Atlanta or Miami and they all have like lean in their hands and they all, you know, like, like, um, I don't know. And that, that's a vibe that's been going on for a long time. Um, but it's getting, like I said, more extreme. So the question then kind of becomes, uh, should we shift where we want our goal to be? Like if everybody's trying for stardom on SoundCloud and trying to get noticed and trying to get recognized and trying to get kind of famous on SoundCloud, then it's kind of like everybody sort of against each other, right? And then it's like mm-hmm. a competition on SoundCloud as to who can get the most views and who can get the most kind of uh, who can get the most notoriety or who can break out of SoundCloud. Okay, this is an interesting point too. SoundCloud as a platform, I feel like, is something that people are trying to break out of. Yeah. Isn't that part of the idea of yeah. SoundCloud in a certain way? Is that you start on SoundCloud, you get noticed, you accrue followers, right. and then eventually you make it. Like XXXTension. Yeah. I, I first heard him on SoundCloud. Dude, and now there's a ton like, of rappers yeah. that I listen to that started low-key on SoundCloud right. and got enough of a fan base that they blew up and now they're on the radio and now he's and now they now can, he's can... the freshman class of 2017 and mm-hmm. like all 14 year olds at, at my school are listening to him which is fucking intense that guy's an intense person for for 14 year olds to be listening to in my humble opinion <laughs> some some emo 13 14 year olds of today uh but what if soundcloud wasn't a leaping off platform to stardom. What if what if we started to view we started to view these kind of platforms as uh, different from as a goal instead of a means to an end, you know? Yeah. What if like, we like creating something on here yeah. that just stays on SoundCloud but is like but utilizes it, and I don't know. Like, I guess it doesn't have to only be SoundCloud. Yeah, no. Or, 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 I'm talking more about this mentality of instead of being instead of being f- like famous and breaking out and becoming a star, uh, 
I like the idea. I really like the idea of these platforms instead of being that goal. What if the goal on them was literally just to find a a community of people that you really mesh with and find like a group of people that are all making similar music and all vibe really well with each other and all kind of share the same kind of goals and make each other better. Like that's what we've done in just a micro level of you and I went to Juilliard together, met each other, and now are still doing this. Like we, we did this with just the two of us. And I have, uh, I have a dream <laughs> that that people can do that on a on a broader level now because because of the internet, right? We can we can talk to fucking Will Lackey and like <laughs> just like very personal Shout level out things. Lackey. Yeah, our new follower who's got some music we really dig. Wacky uh, Lackey. <laughs> we can talk to them. It's a platform for communication as hey. opposed to stardom, right. right? And 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 like, isn't that more important? Yeah. Like to me, it is. Um, like if I got to, if I, if our dead air records to me just turned into something that I could turn on and listen to dope music by a bunch of people from all over the world that I knew. That would be so fucking cool. I would that would be I would be so fucking lucky to just have like a channel of music that was just constantly putting stuff out that I liked listening to. Yeah, and knowing also that like I don't know, that that's a two-way street. Like on SoundCloud or whatever, right? Like you get follow like if somebody follows you, like I feel like we're really into listening to everybody who follows us. If they right. if you post original music, like mm-hmm. we we listen to it. Um, we actually just got done <laughs> with a session of recording. We tried over to Will Lackey's over shit. Some some um, <laughs> some of our followers beats because we it liked it. Silly. Um, and 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 like even in my opinion, like the idea of personally liking something is like secondary to the idea of communicating between people with different tastes. Yeah. Like, like I feel like there's something cool about like having a playlist of people that like I didn't pick because I liked. Yeah. Like but that but that I respect because they listened to me. Right, right? which is like, part of like, our part of our whole podcasting and music creating ethos too is getting back to lowering the bar and accessibility. I've mm-hmm. always like I I went to but Juilliard like a different to... kind of accessibility, right? Than like the algorithmic like pop music accessibility. Right. And accessibility and accessibility of that it should be it should be Everything we do should be open for people to discuss. Like, if you're talking about pop music, it's a one-way street. That's the thing with it: is it's on the radio, you get to enjoy it, and then it's over. And you, we can talk about it amongst ourselves. You are can't have a conversation with the with the made pop stars. Right. We're just kind of wait. That was literally like an MTV show. I want to be made. Don't you remember? (laughs) I I forgot that that was like a. If, Maybe that was a if mafia your genres, if your genres of music are too are too huge and too overwhelming and too full of money, it eliminates a way to talk about it. And if you're focused on just making money from it and just getting famous and breaking out and being a star, I think your your head's kind of in the wrong place because you're 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 risking leaving behind the fact that you you started out somewhere else right you started out just by liking music and being interested in music and that's where everybody starts out so we want to we want to lower the bar 
create something that's accessible. That's why we try to do like hit disciples for songs that we're totally stupid about because Hell yeah. we want we want to just we want to just be as transparent as possible and show that everybody can and should be doing this and talking about music and making it into an inviting situation as opposed to a one-way street that special Italians right. get made into. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I also yeah, absolutely. And I I think like it it's also important to create um like a a musical community that can talk back yeah like like um because that's if and and also like a way to express ourselves really clearly with what we're what we're doing right yeah i don't know it, and it this... allows for like i've never really been a part of anything like that yeah but but i want to start it and Me it would too. be cool if that if instead of having genres that that are all played out and exist on like these old spectrums of promotion that people could band together through like their com like their interests and share music without without those kinds of borders and yeah. i feel like soundcloud because it's like so amorphous with the different kinds of music that's on it mm -hmm. is a perfect place to start that this feels like some big soundcloud promotion <laughs> we don't <laughs> fuck soundcloud fuck em. <laughs> we had to pay for this shit yeah fuck we don't you. we don't like this. fuck you but we wish if if we if something came out that we could post this much music on for free we would leave yeah and immediately. If, if a lot of people were on it uh so you're lucky and you're lucky soundcloud <laughs> you're lucky to have us it's interesting to note too that I think this idea really evolved out of out of kind of an old classical idea that we had just like years ago when you and I first got to talking about stuff like this in school our biggest problem with classical music was just how institutionalized it is right. and that's that really kind of mirrors the the institutionalization of pop music now too. Yeah, because there's so much money involved. Except for that, in there's it. not. It, it would be like if if pop music still was just playing songs from like the 80s, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, and not <laughs> allowing like everybody el anybody else and to just be heard. trying to put new music videos to it all the time. <laughs> but our we always watched like the Met Opera try to reimagine itself and bring in a new young audience by making a dark and brooding version of Let's put Othello Puccini. in a Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was just it was just painful to watch cuz you saw that they noticed they were dying and losing music but they couldn't they couldn't change it just wasn't in them like it, they couldn't they couldn't they were trying to they can't. again trying to address the symptoms and not <laughs> the root of the problem right the root of the yeah. problem is that these organizations were so big and so stuck and so run by 80 year old 80 year old people that let that are only were allowed, uh, willing to program what they what they heard when they were a kid. Right. That you can't really get anywhere with it. And let this be a fucking lesson to popular genres of today. Oh yeah. Like don't like, let what happened to classical yeah. music happen to you. Look at look at us. Like okay, here's here's something that I'm kind of interested about in. So there's like a now a a hip hop library, right? Or like rec record collection. Are you talking about that archive? At the at is it Columbia? Harvard, I think. Harvard? Yeah. Like 
I don't mean to sound like some weird, crazy music libertarian because uh-huh. that's not <laughs> what I am or I'm trying to be. Um, but there is something scary about watching music get institutionalized before yeah. your very eyes. Yeah. Like, like, cause like, yeah, hip hop is culturally important. Yeah. This one, but kid's... to be documented by like the, the exact face of academic stupid, like not stupidity, but just like academic itness. Right. High like, up. Harvard is like the Ivy league of like, Ivy league. yeah, of Ivy league. It, it, and it's starting to, it's starting to suck, suck up, it in, suck yeah. up new things. Yeah. Like you're not going to escape it. Yeah. If you keep, if that is the goal eventually is this kind of historical movement, like be, yeah, be careful how you treat like your, your platforms and, yeah. and like, because classical music is now just like this weird husk that just like <laughs> only opens husk. and closes for old people and yeah. they all just play their old songs and it, and the the money just exchanges hands back and forth yeah. between just old rich people and they're all going to die and then everybody who was raised in it is going to be angry and like going to want to change it i want to tell this old little story too that i used to that i used to like when i was talking about this still to do with classical music so if you're not classical music fans i'm sorry but i think it's an interesting parable just for all genres um when i was in college from Minnesota, the Minnesota Orchestra and the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra, which were our two kind of main institutions of art music in in the Twin Cities, uh, both went on strike because their musicians weren't being paid enough and they had the money to pay them more but wanted to use it to renovate their hall and their million dollar donors weren't giving enough money because they fell asleep or something. And, um, And everything went on strike and there was no... There was no music in. There was no classical music in the Twin Cities really anymore, uh, which in itself was a bit of a sign of the time. I remember my dad and I used to go to some concerts together when I was uh, like twelve, and the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra had a Mozart festival for Mozart's two hundred and fiftieth birthday. They decided to play a full year of only Mozart on every concert. And even my dad, who, like, really likes classical music, was just like, holy shit, like, I can't do this. Like, I can't, even though I like Mozart, I guess, I can't handle an hour and a half of Mozart straight every single concert. Um, Which was really indicative of the times that classical music were in, was just trying to trying to beat it into the ground, that, (laughs) that they're just in this one genre. But something really interesting happened. So... They stopped programming interesting music. They just did Mozart for years, um, Beethoven every single year, just drilling it. And then the only audience that they had were just, they were losing, they were losing the people in the audience that were actually interested in music. My dad stopped going to all concerts. Uh, big kind of patrons that, that liked classical music genu- genuinely stopped going to concerts. The only people that were left were kind of the 70 plus year olds who were just falling asleep in their tuxedos for the purpose of being there. Right. But they all went out of, they all went on strike and there was no music and something that was fucking wild happened, which was, I went back for like Christmas one year and there was just a a pop-up chamber music concert by some of the orchestra musicians who just missed playing with each other. And they went to this church out in uh, some suburb and played a chamber music concert. And it was fucking packed. 
And it was packed by only the people who actually were going just because yeah. they liked the music. Yeah. Who missed the concerts. Mm-hmm. And not by this weird this weird cult of like old rich people mm-hmm. who go as like a as like a see go to be seen sort of vibe. Um right. which really started this idea in my head that that orchestras just need to like close down like you've you've you love you fucked we've up talked about you we talked up. about this when we were back in school yeah that, no like, but um what but, it shows is that is that if you can find who your actual audience is that is interested and kind of devoted you're not going anywhere like the big stuff can can shut down and go away and if you have worked to kind of create this little community of devoted people, that'll that'll stay on past everything, yeah. right? Which is it really informs kind of how I've I think about what I want to be doing is I want I want to find all the people like me out there who have the same kind of values about music and the same kind of outlook and interest. And I wanna, I wanna form our own little, little silly cult of like yeah. people that just make music and have fun with each other and talk about it yeah. and are interested in it. That should be everybody's it, it's goal. It's not like it's not like important to be a movement or right. to be to be like to be heard outside. It's like a difference. It's not important to be heard outside the group to me. If the group is like, bumping, yeah, that that concert, you know? that concert of the chamber music and the hundred people or whatever who were there was like the most enthusiastic crowd of people I've ever seen at a classical music concert because yeah. they were all just happy to be there and happy to be listening and getting to getting to hear the stuff they used to like to hear before everything fucking beat it out of them mm-hmm. senselessly on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Beat Me Senseless Tuesdays. Hey. Um, so yeah, that was a long parable for for the fact that um, we need to down, classical music, particularly, and maybe this is a trend that sh- we'll see. Hopefully, I hope classical music needs to downsize. Yeah, it needs to break up. Like, take a big hammer to all the big institutions and make a ton of little organizations out of all of them. And let those people play what they want, <laughs> which feels more more uh, um, possible because classical music is already drying up. Oh on yeah, itself. like the money is gone. The it money would be is healthier. Dying. It would be it would be healthier if that could also happen in pop music. But pop music is still going so strong that it pop it music. Can't. Yeah, that I won't mean, happen to pop music for like a hundred years yeah. or two hundred years or something. And I don't know if it will happen ever to that's, pop that's music true. because pop music is not a genre within a aesthetic right it's defined Uh, by other features yeah it's defined Um, by other features so it's almost like a like a a demon (laughs) that just changes form it's like cut off the cut off the head and it goes a new one if if taylor swift gets unpopular she is replaced by sailor twift (laughs) (laughs) sailor twift (laughs) yeah but 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 for all of those people out there who like still maybe have a shred of hope for classical music, but feel mainly just out and defeated by it. Good. Um, but yeah. also we're like, here too. <laughs> we're here too. And like, like we kind of, I know how to like, I don't write classical music anymore because nobody cares and nobody asks me to, mm-hmm. you know, I just like, am trying to experiment and writing different stuff. We improvise a whole ton. Yeah. Right. But like we have skills right you're you're like crazy at the piano um like 
I don't know. And you're I like, crazy in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, we, we still I have know a... that there are people out there listening to this being like, like, w- like with a ton of skill sets that nobody wants, but yeah. I want them. Yeah, we like, them. I want them. I want you, you to put your, use your skill sets with mine. Don't. Not for the purpose of 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 achieving something. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I always have to. I have to. I have to disclaimer. This is. I don't. Nobody should be playing classical music anymore with the intent of of making it big and getting paid for it. Right. We should only be playing classical music for fun, which is all I do anymore. Mm-hmm. That we talked about that in the in the. I think in the genres thing with uh, with like the synthesizer nerds and classical music nerds is the genres kind of dead, right? But and if you still like playing it and only want to like it, maybe we, we can are figure out what's to, next for it, or yeah. maybe like it's not about bringing it back. Yeah, dear that's God, a, that's please, a thing. it's not about bringing it back. But like there are elements that we still enjoy, obviously, because we're here talking about it yeah. in 2017, like hundreds of years after all these motherfuckers died. Yeah. Um, but we're like, not trying to, we're not trying to make it cool again. No, we're not trying to, we're not one of these organizations that's like, Oh, we only, we only program music by cutting edge people no. with cool haircuts Wrong. who, who write for violin for some reason. Like <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole sad, just pitiable mess of, that's of a whole nother podcast right there is the new music scene <laughs> the new quote, music, unquote, the new, new avant-garde music scene or like the new yeah. classical music we are not scene. that uh no, but, but we are we are interested in in something still to do with, with right. that like we still have piano music sitting on our piano yeah right we still like we pull read, out our we records we sight read a ton. duets like a bunch of fucking yeah. dorks like dorks um, um but like i don't know i i think that with um i don't know like like my my beats like you're exactly right like we don't do it it's important to not do it because you expect shit yeah like like i wrote like a little stupid ass corral at the beginning of one of my beats not like because i'm bored and (laughs) (laughs) like like i remember how to do that kind of and i wanted to like test to see what if it and like some organ counterpoint like fuck it like I like that shit yeah right and but like trying I, I don't know trying consciously to to make something relevant with the old ass skills we have is hard and is probably easier navigated with by a group of people that are also wondering what the fuck to do next right and it's important and that to could know, be you <laughs> it's important too that we we don't. <laughs> There's a there's a really sad demographic of classical musicians my age that are just just playing classical music realized it was a mistake years ago because there's no jobs and there's nothing to do with it right. but just keep trying cuz it's like all they really know how to do and all they can right. do but as a message to all of you it's it's not we could i've i've been we've been experimenting with so many different genres and so many different ideas and platforms and podcasts and discussions and, and you're we're two all people we're we're just two and everybody out there even if you've just been playing i don't know it's just i feel like musicians um don't value their self-worth but don't value it in the wrong way 
they see that they see the fact that they're musicians and they're not kind of getting paid as musicians as being kind of a failure. Whereas I see that as you just kind of have to bite the bullet and join the ranks of all the other musicians who are not getting paid to do anything for their music. But we're we're an outlet. We don't see we don't see the fact that you are a quote unquote kind of failed professional musician as like a bad we we would view you as somebody to a talk comrade. with yeah as like as like join the join the the ranks of yeah. the proud <laughs> and the get proud. get out here with us because yeah. we're just we're just sitting here and doing this and working and. It's the most, this is the most I feel like I've contributed to like actual musical thought and music in my entire life. And I also, including yeah. four years at the most prestigious music school ever where I did butt fuck all. Um, but I also like, like um, being like, I think there are so many people who don't, realize that they have all the tools they need to make their own music yeah too like like you have i don't know when we first started hanging out you didn't really write a lot of music Mm -mm. but now you write music all the time like there's no thing about it and we consciously did that with like jingles and lowering the bar intentionally for ourselves like to try to like i feel like that's helped me really like writing music used to stress me the fuck out yeah. I used to like sit up all night. I used to make myself do it by pencil because I wanted to be like whatever, you know? Like like I I was you hardcore to be on a true musician. Yeah, yeah right. Like I I would like in your head. Sit there and try to hear scores in my head because I like and like tried to hone that skill in intentionally, yeah. right? Like all this all this stuff that's like at, that, that I guess I'm glad I did. Like it, it feels like there was like a couple years of my life where I put myself in music boot camp that like I could never escape. <laughs> yeah. And, and, but, but like, I know a lot of people that did that. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody can write music. Like anybody who can play can play chords and in a row <laughs> and record it. And, and like you would be surprised at how much more rewarding it is than just trying to perfect some old ass song right like use your skills to do anything else but that please and you would be so much happier i don't i don't know not to say that there isn't like a real happiness in in playing music that you love because there is there totally is but like don't don't stop there like I got yeah. This no, is this turning is... not into anything but <laughs> just like a plea. But I got I got obsessed for since oh, so when Juilliard ended, and I remember maybe I've even told this on the podcast before. I feel dumb if I'm already repeating myself, but I I went and got my saved computer drive at Juilliard and downloaded it, and I had like six things to show for my four years at Juilliard. Mm-hmm. And I was really proud of all of them, but that wasn't all that I did. And right. I got obsessed with recording shit after that because I just wanted more to show for what I do, you yeah. know, because I do a shit ton of stuff right. and have nothing to show for it. And yeah, and that's another reason we're, we're, we're doing Us all this. Us too. I mean, like, I, I don't know if there's, I'm sure, like, on the Music Theory podcast, there's got to be some composers out there. Mm-hmm. You, you freaks. You mean on the Reddit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. But like, like, 
recording your own music is infinitely infinitely better than trying begging people to play your music at school and and if it, you are recording all this stuff get at us because we are we are too. i want to be the i want to be the platform that's of, why we wanted to be a record of the un <laughs> yeah no this is good <laughs> this ties it up again we are dead air records because my kind of goal with this is to create a platform of ultimate inclusion <laughs> yeah i want yeah. i want it to be i want it i want no stupid stone left unturned yeah. in dead air records i want it to be i, I want, want it, it to all be, i want it to be uh a place for all musicians to feel comfortable putting up whatever they want and feeling as stupid as possible because that's what we do yeah. we have literal there's a literal day of our week where we just put up something stupid that's the <laughs> jingle that's jam the, friday <laughs> there's two <laughs> there's two <laughs> i mean arguably there's seven <laughs> but there's uh there's days that we just devote to to putting up silly stuff because we want people to just laugh at it right like and, the jingles guys like like we I don't know. There's more to our SoundCloud than meets the eye, I suppose. I'm glad that we're doing this podcast right now because, like, it is a chance to talk about, like, we have made serious attempts to do to try our own method on ourselves. Yeah. Right? We've experimented like, on us. Yeah. Like, with trying to just, like, we never we never used to just, like, click record and go before. Yeah. That, that was, like, a skill that we just, like... Learned. We just made ourselves do. I remember. I remember the first time you you made me freestyle with you in in Harlem, and it was just like <laughs> I felt so apprehensive and stupid, <laughs> and like I didn't want to talk. And and now we just do it while right. we're drinking coffee in the morning, yeah. <laughs> just to kind of exercise our stupid lips. Right, and 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 be, because it's fun, uh, like th this is the fucking point. Is like if you're not enjoying yourself enough with music, like try setting your standards a little lower <laughs> like like set them that, all the way down to that, zero is that piece not quite done post it <laughs> yeah exactly I have, promote, I have promote the shit out of it yeah i have gotten lazy as fuck with the ends of some of my beats or the music that we've done yeah um but it's part of this it's part of the sound like Our, it's part of i feel proud that something that you hear is part of like the feeling that is part of it when we do it, which is, it, is like, is it not quite perfect? Neither are you, fucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> like we don't care about that anymore. I don't know. I don't give a shit about like writing some perfect counterpoint or writing like some masterpiece formed sonata. Like I just, I just want to figure out what, I don't know, like what's going on with my musical influences how they all come out yeah like and and how what i've heard experience like affects the music that i play that affects the music that you play yeah right that's a that's a, enough complicated music for me <laughs> like like thinking about all that like what if like my influence upon somebody else that i'm playing music with and their influence on me and and my my influences on me and that like there is so I think this is why academic music didn't work is because recorded music and record is so much more infinitely complicated. If something is done only once, mm -hmm. it is so much more complicated than just a map um, because it is a sonic purity. Like it's so much more complicated than a score. 
I'm getting off topic now, but that's something for some other day. Okay. But but I think um everybody should everybody should just let themselves go with with all this everybody shit. should be their their own their own platform if you're if you're doing stuff that that you wish other people would or no that's not even a good idea if you're doing if you're doing musical stuff don't feel restricted by the fact that you're not going to get like famous by it or don't feel restricted by the fact that that you're not you're not uh, the the right p- sound or person to get noticed. Right. If you're doing stuff, we're doing this right now. Yeah. You can sign up for a SoundCloud account and get three free hours for free. Post stuff up and and get it's only at three us. Three hours. Done. I think three hours is the uh, is the free version. No way. Yeah. Only um, three. We could never survive on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Special but shout out to us just hitting 24 hours. By the way, There's, because we just click record. Because we don't fucking worry about it, and like I feel like we just sound like a maybe, maybe we just sound lazy and like we've given up, but we have, and we're still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of liberating, I think. It's very liberating, um, and has saved my relationship with music and kind of with classical music because I feel like I almost remember how to enjoy it. Not yeah. quite yet, but <laughs> <laughs> almost. I I mean I I teach it, so there's that. Like there is that, but. And that's a whole nother thing. But this is not a, yeah, this is not a job. This is not something we want to get famous for. This is not anything. This is the goal of everything we're doing with this is really just to connect with, with other people yeah. and to show other people what we're thinking and to, to, to hear what other people yeah, are thinking. Yeah, to like further the musical dialogue because I think it's important that not just money makes the strides with, with this shit. Which like, is, yeah, an important distinction too between, uh, like, for all those of you out there who are listening to the podcast and not our music, this podcast is explaining what we're doing with our music. And right. for all those, probably a lot less of you who are <laughs> listening to our music and not our podcast, this podcast is explaining our music. Right. So like... We're doing this, we're doing music hand in hand with talking about music, which has basically always been like the most important aspect of music to me is communicating to other people why something is cool or talking about why I like something. And I feel like there's a lot of musical purists out there, and I get this because this was me, like that you feel like the music has to speak for itself in in order for it to be valid. Yeah. What's wrong with speaking for your music too? I don't know. I used to really feel like I had nothing to say when it came to my music, but <laughs> now it's like I'll sit and talk about it all day. Like I'll break it down or whatever, and that I feel so much more comfortable with my own music than I ever did before. Yeah. Um. And and like it used to be a real like pain to to do anything that had to do with music because it was so much stress and it was so I don't know. I feel like we're doing some weird infomercial for a cult. <laughs> no, but we we could s- Alexander Technique. <laughs> uh no, but I I do kind of in in my head as we've been recording this, I'm I'm thinking of this as as a turning point where I want to I want to start getting in touch with everybody who's Fuck listening yeah. to us. Um if you're Mom. if you're if you're <laughs> Deb, both Debs, both Debs. Uh if you're if you're listening to this and have already commented on our reddit post like i try to i try to respond to everything everybody says 
thank you if you're talking to us if you're messaging us if you're emailing us if you're following us on like instagram and stuff like that we want to we want to hear from you and we want to hear what you're thinking and talking about and and i'm gonna start uh yeah i'm gonna start reaching out to people to have their music put out on our on our channel too because i think that's equally important as to everything we're doing is uh I mean, be the be the fucking ch- change you want to see in my world, right? In my ass. In my asshole. <laughs> uh, if we're if we're if we're sitting here talking about all this stuff, we also need to start to be this this platform of of bar lowering, right? We want we want everybody in. Yeah, on not us. just for ourselves. Yeah, this we is gotta go in and lower other people's bars. <laughs> we gotta bring you all down with us. Um, but is that what we were doing when we were just like ruining? Those like tracks, that, those tracks, yeah, and we're, we're gonna, forcing we're gonna... you to include yourself with us, yeah, and you're gonna <laughs> hear them. Uh, um, but yeah, this yeah. is in a plat in in a discussion about platforms and what is platforms. We have successfully spun it to be self promotion for us. Fuck we you. are a, we are a, we are it. <laughs> no, I don't know, but I, we, it we seems... don't want to be just it. Yeah, we, it's like, not. We don't. It's very important just... to us that. Like, other people get something out of it. Like, personally. Not yeah. just from our shit, but, like, from their own shit. Yeah. With our shit. In so my shit. shit. <laughs> shit everywhere. It's covered in it's shit. Everything I do is covered in shit. There's just too much shit in this room to even <laughs> breathe. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Fuck. We're gonna... Yeah, this is... We don't know. We don't know what platforms are becoming, but we know what we want our little platform to become. Fuck and yeah. it's a vehicle for musical discussion and inclusion and accessibility and, and experimentation, experimentation and, and not experimentation. Like, like share if you're like super into a certain genre and, or if you th- feel like you only do one thing, like if that's you sick. love one, like, four, five progressions. Hell yeah. Send them here. <laughs> Please. I need to hear them all. <laughs> no. Um, but like, I, I just want to say like, there is no vibe. There mm-hmm. is no particular vibe. Hopefully. Yeah. Like, like, the only vibe I want is like the antithesis to a pop (laughs) to what pop music is. Like if pop music isn't controlled by any musical like things, right. But is controlled by, by economic situations. Then I want to be motivated by like philosophical things. Yeah. Like not, uh, not a, it's not a musical aesthetic. It's like a, like just a, just a approach to kind of save, I don't know, whatever, whatever is worth saving from all of what, whatever, like we went into classical music for like, or not. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I wish we could cut things out. We would allow ourselves to cut things out because I would do that there. But, (laughs) (laughs) but, but, um, I don't know. Get, get at us. We're going to start getting at you real aggressively. (laughs) Um, gets get scared, which means we're that we're gonna be you. ruining your tracks. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and not warning you. Warning you. <laughs> uh, um, but I don't know. I feel all jacked up. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. I wanna go tear today. my shirt off. <laughs> I wanna go jump off the goddamn roof and <laughs> slit my wrist in front of Julio's door. 
Uh, okay, this is this has been Dead Air Records. This is Dead Air Records. What and are, we're, we're coming for you. What are platforms? We are. <laughs> we're a platform, and, and you're a platform, and, you're gonna, and we're a platform. And everybody's a platform, and we're all gonna join together and be a, a new platform. Hell yeah. This is going to get one play <laughs> from one of our moms. Our fucking manifesto <laughs> that my dad listened to and, and disliked. Comments, <laughs> comments at the end, trash. <laughs> Somebody comment trash right there. Okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye, we're, we're, we're out here. We're Bye. out here. Bye, billions. Bye.